We begin this Lenten season, of course, today with Ash Wednesday. And in just a a few minutes, we're going to uh, begin this season by imposing ashes on the forehead of all those who have come today with the words, repent and believe in the gospel. And this really sums up for us what our Lenten season is all about. In our first reading this morning from the prophet Joel, we hear the words, return to me with all your heart. And that's really what we're called to do in this Lenten season. It's a time of sort of taking stock and looking deep inside ourselves and renewing our commitment to the Lord, returning to him, if you will, with all our heart. And we have some wonderful tools to help us on this Lenten journey. And we hear about those tools in our gospel this morning from Matthew. Those tools are prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. And we hear in our gospel today some words from Jesus to his disciples about how they should pray. And he says, go to your inner room, close the door, and pray to your Father in secret. Go to your inner room, close the door, and pray to your Father in secret. That inner room that Jesus talks about is this place in our hearts that is kept only for the Lord, this place where we can go in silence and in peace and speak to God. And the closing the door part is really about closing the door to the world, You know, there's so much that bombards us every single day of our lives. And sometimes it's helpful for us just to turn some of that noise off. One of my resolutions for Lent this season is to spend less time on my iPad. I find that I can get really involved in that and looking at the news and looking at recipes and all kinds of things. And so I'm going to try to do less of that this Lent so there's more time for God. And then praying to our Father in secret. This is our time with the Lord to come before him, to open our hearts to what he wants to give us and to enter into the heart of Jesus during that time of prayer. Fasting is the other tool that we have. You know, there's a beautiful story. uh, Being from uh, Irish heritage, I like to tell Irish stories. There's a beautiful Irish story that talks about this idea of fasting. And uh, this gentleman's name was Pat, and Pat lived in Ireland, and he had the habit of going to the pub every afternoon, and he would always order three beers when he went to the pub, even though there was only one person there. And he would always explain to the bartender that the first beer was for him, and the other two beers were for his brothers, Michael and John, who were not here with him, but uh, with him in spirit, and so he would always go and consume those three beers. Well, he came in one afternoon, and the bartender saw him, and he was about to start drawing up those three beers, and Pat came to the bar, and he uh, waved to the bartender, and he said, no, only two beers today. And the bartender was kind of concerned, and he looked at Pat, and he said, oh, dear, has something happened to one of your brothers then? And Pat said, no, no, I gave up drinking for Lent. (laughs) Well, that's one way. That's one way to think about it. 
Uh, but by fasting, by, by uh, denying ourselves certain things, uh, limiting our food intake, we, we make more room for God. And so it's a beautiful thing that we can do. And of course, almsgiving. Jesus says, don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. In other words, be generous. Don't be concerned about uh, how many coins are going into the basket and so forth. Um, and I was thinking about this, and, and right now is kind of a beautiful time for us in terms of almsgiving because we have our Catholic services appeal that is upon us. This would be a beautiful way for us to consider making a donation, giving of our alms to God. And also, of course, uh, more recently, this situation in the Ukraine. And I noticed the other day in the St. Paul Pioneer Press, there was a list of organizations, about 10 of them, both locally and nationally, that are uh, collecting money to give to the people in the Ukraine. So these would be uh, two ways in which we could consider that almsgiving part of our journey. Well, today's scriptures, these scriptures on Ash Wednesday, really provide a backdrop for us for the season of Lent, how we might think about this season and how we might engage it. And so I want to encourage all of us as we stumble, and, and <laughs> we know we will, right? Um, as we stumble along and we find that maybe we're not making the progress we want to make, to come back to these readings from Ash Wednesday and remember where we began this journey together. This is also a time for us as we engage this discipline of prayer to really take stock of our lives, to take a minute to stop and look back on these last few months. Where have I struggled in my life in these last few months? And where have I seen growth? Where have things gone really well? Oh, I see that I'm, I'm doing a better job in a particular area. Where do I see God's grace at work in my life in different areas? These are things that we can do to help us to become the people that we want, us, want to be and the people that God wants us to be as we go through this season of repentance and renewal. We can also start to look ahead as we think about these next 40 days. The question for us all is, what is God calling me to do? Is there something in my life that I haven't given over to the Lord that he's asking me to give over to him? Is there some special task that God has for me? And so to ask those kinds of questions in our prayer life. Well, I want to encourage us to do this together. We really need to support one another and encourage one another as we begin this Lenten season. It's such a beautiful time for us to find this renewal that we all need in our lives. And so I want to encourage us to engage these Lenten disciplines and also to find grace from the sacraments, from the Eucharist, from the frequent reception of the sacrament of, of confession, reconciliation, to, to bring that grace into our hearts from the sacraments. And so as we begin this morning, this journey together, let us return to God with our whole hearts. Amen. Ash Wednesday. What a day to start out our Lenten season. In so many ways, we look at the ashes as perhaps, you know, a sad sign, a reminder that we will 
one day turn to dust again. But in some ways, I think we have this sad or sort of anxious experience of Ash Wednesday because we are forgetful Catholics. What do I mean when, we say, when I say we're forgetful Catholics? We have forgotten what God our Father can do with mere ashes, with mere dust. The first man, Adam, is formed out of the dust of the earth and is nothing until God does one thing. God breathes his spirit into Adam. This being who is mere dust becomes a living thing, and God declares him to be very good. Without God, alone, we are mere dust. But when we have this relationship with the Father, we possess his spirit, his life breath in us. When we look at Ash Wednesday, when we look at the whole progression of the Lenten season, when we look to the Easter Triduum, we need to keep in mind God the Father is at the center of it all. I know for my own sake, I mean as Catholics, I know I do and others often get the purpose of Lent confused. In my own experience, sometimes Lent feels like my own personal project where I need to do these particular things to sort of try to impress God the Father with my goodness. I might pick a penance that I think to myself is a good penance. But in it, I might still lack that relationship with God the Father. Or, if you've had this experience, I know I've had it, sometimes we fail in our Lenten penances too. And we have this sense of being disappointed. At the seminary, we have a running joke as sort of really bad advice to give one another sometimes. In the formation process, we just ask each other, have you tried trying harder? Have you tried trying harder? Well, yes, but it never works that way. And like I said, don't ever tell people that advice. It's terrible advice. But we have that sort of image in our mind that we can white-knuckle our way through Lent to make ourselves somehow presentable before, before we go to God the Father. God the Father loves us amid our messiness and our brokenness. Like I said, when we think of Lent, we should always keep God the Father and the center of our focus. Jesus in our gospel today lays out the typical traditions that we have for our Lenten practices. Prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. All three of these are good if we maintain them with the relationship with God the Father. Fasting allows us to detach ourselves from earthly goods, be it food or what have you, and by detaching ourselves from these things, 
we are more free to open our hearts to receive God the Father. With almsgiving, it's a very similar thing. But not only do we have detachment, we also have the opportunity to see God in the other person. And then, of course, prayer. What a beautiful opportunity to foster that relationship with God the Father. So often in our day, I'm guilty of this, it's easy to fill my day with just sort of junk, things that aren't necessarily meaningful. During this Lenten season, we have an opportunity to open up our day for prayer, that we can that through prayer we can develop that source of our relationship with God the Father so that we can have that intimacy, that love of him and receive that intimacy for us, for his love for us in our own lives. That intimacy and love that nothing else can satisfy except God the Father. Prayer Fasting and almsgiving are empty practices unless we let the Father into our lives. Just as he did with Adam, we can ask the Father to breathe life into our Lenten season. Our readings today are very apt for Ash Wednesday. We're called to do what the prophet Joel speaks about in our first reading. Return to the Lord your God. In so many ways we turn away from him. But in this Lenten season we have an opportunity to turn our focus back to God the Father. The second reading, St. Paul says the same thing. Be reconciled to God. Now is an acceptable time. Now is the day of salvation. Let this beginning of our Lenten season be a time to renew and deepen our relationship with God the Father. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Abba, Father, we love you, and we know you love us. Just as you breathed into Adam, your very spirit, breathe into us this Lenten season. May you guide our practices of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving so that through your mercy and through your grace, we truly understand that we are beloved sons and daughters of you, our all-loving Father. Amen.